0: Update time from the Northwest Minnesota Arts Council on Pioneer Radio, KSRQ, on the phone with Emily Finney from Halstead, Minnesota. Hi, Emily. Hi, Ron. How are you on this nice spring hot day? Kind of hot.
1: Oh, I am doing wonderfully. I love to see the sun shining and the warm weather.
0: It's about time. And there might be some rain, Emily, down the road here starting tomorrow. We
1: could use that. Oh, it is so
0: dry. You betcha. Emily Finney from Halstead, and if you don't know where Halstead is, it's in western Norman County, and I believe it's the second largest city in Norman County.
1: I believe so, yes. Yes, I yes. it would be.
0: Mm-hmm. Right there on Highway 75, near the Red River of the North. Let's talk about you, Emily. A little background on you, if you would.
1: Sure. I was born and raised here in Halstead on a farm mm-hmm. um, for most of the time, and I yeah, graduated here. Um, Moved on, went to college, tried to live the big city life in Minneapolis for about eight months and was not for me. Mm -hmm. So moved back and um, to the Fargo area, lived there for a few years, West Fargo, and then decided um, once I wanted to have a family that I wanted them to grow up in a small town. So. Yep. moved back here, and, and now I'm living and working in Halstead.
0: For some folks, the grass is always greener somewhere else, right? Right. Yeah.
1: Yes. Too, mu- too much traffic in that area. I, <laughs> I don't like that fast-paced way of living. <laughs>
0: so you grew up on a farm. If I could be nosy again, uh, what was raised on your farm growing up? Wheat?
1: Wheat, corn, soybeans, and sugar beets.
0: Now, speaking of sugar beets, that's a great lead-in, Emily. We're going to talk about something that Emily's involved in concerning sugar beets, which is a very important cash crop both in Minnesota and North Dakota. Now, you've heard about the world's largest buffalo near Jamestown and the world's largest ox cart. That's in Crookston, by the way, as you leave the city on the east side on Highway 2. And there's a lot of world's largest uh, things around our country. And we're going to talk about something that's the world's largest in Halstead, Minnesota. That would be the world's largest sugar beet. How big is the sugar beet?
1: It is about 20, I believe it's about 26, 27 feet high. Wow. You know, I don't know the exact diameter of it, but um, it's slightly larger than a cement truck drum. And I right. know that comparison, which seems right. odd because that's that's the foundation of it.
0: yeah well, that is
1: actually sure. uh, what it's designed or what it's built on. Most people know and are aware of that some of our rural um, very small communities um, you know are declining in population and mm-hmm. um, but there are still a large percentage of of, or I should say a small percentage of people that want to continue to live here and, and in fact are moving back yes. um, to the small towns. And we thought, well, you know, to make us, to make you know, on the map more so because we're only a town of, uh, you know, 600, a little over 600 people, mm-hmm. uh, we need to m- do something to make people come here. Um, and so we thought, well, when you're driving around and when you hear of other places, there's you know the world's largest something right. uh, so we thought well what can we put up that might be an attraction to get people to come here um because if you don't have family and uh, things like that and friends here um we don't have a lot
2: <laughs> sure <laughs> so that sure. would just
1: bring you here for the you know just just for the heck of it so um we yeah we just decided well um we're right in the heart of the Red River Valley, right in the heart of
2: mm-hmm. uh, sugar beet country, yep.
1: um, and really that industry uh, really makes our uh, our town kind of just keep going. Uh, brings a lot of people in during harvest, um, huge cash crop in the area. So um, you know what better what better thing than than uh, big sugar beet.
0: <laughs> okay, you had the big idea for a big beet. Now walk us through the processes to how this happened. What did you have to do to make it happen?
1: Well, um, we first had to find somebody that would do it. Um, there aren't a lot of, of sculptors that would take on a large project like this,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, especially if something that you know was totally, you know, ground up, really. Uh, and so, as my my dad actually was drives around, um, he does some he works for an auction company and so he sees all kinds of things all over the place and he kept driving by some cement drugs cement drums and a right um and a lot and thought oh maybe you know that's sort of the shape
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> about,
1: how, to, how can we get one of those and so we um found a sculptor um uh, out of um in minnesota actually and um, we'd gone through you know, probably five surrounding states just to find somebody and Um, ended up finding him there we met him um well it's been a few years ago now um you know, after we had spoke with him on the phone a few times, told him kind of what we were thinking, and he's actually grew up in East Grand Forks, so he's well aware of the sugar beet industry
2: oh. which, um,
1: and, and what a sugar beet looks like, which was kind of also hard for us to even describe when we were talking to other people and thought, uh, eh, it's probably not a good thing to hire somebody <laughs> to build a sugar beet that's never seen one before.
0: <laughs> well, give him credit now. Who is this man?
1: Um, his name is Josh Porter.
0: Okay. And
1: he owns Avalon Studios.
0: All right. Um, he
1: does restoration of um, all kinds of sculptures. Um, he's done Babe the Blocks and um, a couple other large ones around the area. Um, okay. And we saw his work, and, and yeah, we really thought that would be great. So.
0: Okay, now you have the idea. You have the sculptor. How are you going to pay for it? Tell us about yeah. that. Yeah. So that
1: was a big thing. Um, you know, and, and once we got his bid, we thought, oh, boy. Um, but then also the area that we wanted to have it, we just didn't want to have this, you know, big beat sticking out of the ground and what do you do with it? So,
2: mm-hmm. you know,
1: we wanted other things and we thought, well, let's put another park right in town. And um, just so happens kind of in the planning of this, um, the grocery store next to um, next to it was in the in the works of, of building this building. So, we wanted some place to go right next to it. So first of all, we, um, we went around and found sponsors, um, several farmers and several people in the egg industry uh, that donated. Um, then we had a, a large um, silent auction fundraiser. Um, that, was a, that was probably the, the huge boost. Um, that was really the first thing we did so that we could then go out and seek uh, some grant opportunities for that. So then we, you know, we had some funds for grants that required a match. Um, so the, you know, it started out locally. We wanted as much local uh, input and, um, you know, funding as we could. So Mm -hmm. reached out and found a few grants and, the um, arts council. We thought, well, you know, we don't have any art anywhere, really. Um, anything that's just that we just have to come see, you know, it's, it's businesses and houses. It's really all we have. And, um, so yeah, we we thought we found that pretty fitting to see if they would help us out and yeah, they came through and, and helped us greatly with that. So
0: Well that's great. Now the Arts Council does cover Norman County. It's a seven county area for the Arts Council that they serve in northwest Minnesota. And as you mentioned, this is something that would be called a destination point, right? People talk about it. We yeah. we gotta see that beat. Yeah. yeah. Is is it right downtown?
1: It yeah, it's in the middle of town right on the corner of highway 75 and 200
0: okay Um,
1: it was the land that we that it's on um previously was owned by the elevator uh because it it really the rail the old railroad runs it's sitting on what used to be the railroad bed right um so we went through that process and actually the um the halted business league was the one that kind of put it together and helped um helped it you know, help the whole project. And then it, then we just turn it over to the city. So it's, it's owned by the city, uh, maintained mostly by the city and, you know, which also is volunteers all over the place, um, you know, in different organizations throughout the town. Um, so, uh, yeah, so they, they own it and, um, we got a lot of help from, we didn't have to buy anything there. City actually did a swap with the elevator for a different property that they were wanting. Mm-hmm. So that worked out really well. And, um, you know, helped our community greatly by not having to acquire the land and right. um, and things like that. So. Now, I
0: noticed in the picture I was sent by Kristen Egerling from the Arts Council, you have the concrete base that holds the sugar beet in place in the ground, and the tip of the sugar beet is actually in the ground, and I would say maybe 80% of it's above ground. What is the beet made out of?
1: It is, it is made out of a, a cement drum. So, um, we found the cement drum, um, the city, uh, utilities guys and the, the guys that work for the city helped us, uh, get it upright into there. Cause it was very heavy, heavy, It still had some concrete in it. Um, so it was very heavy, got it set up. Uh, and then we have, um, uh, concrete, you know, holding it up. I think it's about 10 feet deep. So there's quite a bit of concrete there, too. Mm -hmm. Um, And then after that was standing, um, then uh, Josh came in and sprayed it with spray foam on the outside and and a couple other things to make it a little uh, less explosive elements, I guess. Right. Um, And then he came in and and painted. And, of course, you know, as a lot of projects go, they never (laughs) go in the timeline that you want. So Mm -hmm. it uh, got quite cold as he was trying to paint. and can't really paint in Minnesota winter weather. So uh, we had some farmers bring in um, large stacks. I think they were about 10, 10 bales high um, to cover the whole thing with plastic around it and wow. heat it up. And and he did his, his work there. Um, yeah. So he painted it. Um, yes. it. You know, that's just the way it goes. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and then the, the leaves are... Um, just large uh, pieces of metal, uh, sheet metal, that he created in his um, in his studio. Mm-hmm. And they're they're as large as he could make them in right. his studio. Um, in, right. a, in order to fit wall to wall in there, um, so they're five leaves. Um,
0: well, it looks great. Again, my guest is Emily Finney from Halstead, Minnesota. We're talking about the world's largest sugar beet the world's largest sugar beet, and it's right downtown. And again, funding, partial funding from the Northwest Minnesota Arts Council to uh, make this come to uh, reality. How long has it been there in place?
1: I I thought you were going to ask that question. Of course, you know, as everybody else, 2020, you know, sometimes was the longest year and sometimes was the shortest year.
2: So
0: Mm
1: -hmm. um, I believe it was, let's see, when did it finally finish? Winter of 2019.
0: Okay. All right. So. Yeah. yeah. What kind of feedback have you heard about the, uh, the sculpture?
1: You know, there's, there's mixed feedback at first. You, know, when we were telling people what we were doing, they were like, you're building a what?
0: They thought you were nuts, so, right?
1: Thinking, That's really weird. And <laughs> a lot of, a lot of people thought it, yeah, <laughs> a lot of people in town thought it might be an nice or, you know, something right. like that. Right. Know, why can't we have something prettier? Why can't we have something, you know, whatever. And, um, That quickly, you know, dissipated once it was starting to be built and Mm -hmm. there was a lot of people that were interested in it. And, um, you know, my office is right across the street from it. So we see the traffic and it's, I mean, it's for sure every day somebody stops and takes pictures of it. Um, We're still working on the signage uh, for that. Um, That's another process, you know, to put all, all the donors and then also... Uh, we want to add some, you know, history of the sugar beets, mm-hmm. What exactly is a sugar beet? And you know, growing up around here, we just, oh, everybody's supposed to know what sugar beets are. Well, it doesn't take you very long to get out of the area, and people have no idea what you're talking about. Right. Exactly. So. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
0: And it reflects the area, and it's it's a very important part of our economy, and and that's why I think it's so nice to have that there because uh, it's a reminder of the power of sugar, right? <laughs> right
2: right well yeah.
0: wonderful. And also,
1: alongside it you know speaking of sh- sugar we have um you know there's four benches or four i guess chairs type things that you would that are on the concrete slab and those are you know sure. bright sparkly white so those are sugar cubes i'm um, not <laughs> sure if a lot of people understand <laughs> exactly what we we're trying to accomplish there but that's what they are <laughs> well that's great a
0: sense of humor too that's wonderful well, Emily, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate that, and congratulations on your idea and your work to get that uh, reality. You know, when it comes to ideas, quite often they're here and gone, but uh, you took the initiative, and it's something to uh, to mark on your calendar if you're out driving around someday, maybe on a weekend, uh, and looking for something to do. Stop by Halstead, Minnesota and view the world's largest sugar beet, and that's right downtown. Emily, thank you so much.
1: Yes, yeah, thank you.
0: All right, and have a great summer. Bye-bye.
1: Yes, you too, thanks. That's
0: Emily Finney from Halstead. Our update from the Arts Council, Tuesdays at 3.05 on Pioneer 90.1.